Hi, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. This week we have a jam-packed show for you. We're going to be going over the Game Awards, the winners, the announcements, and all that good stuff. But before I do that, let me introduce my good friend Tyler. How you doing, my pal? My buddy? My friend? I'm alright. Okay. Alright. I'm good. Alright. 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 How are you? Um, you know, I'm... I'm I'm okay, given you know, the general stress of uh, everything that's going on in my life right now. But I'm I'm doing okay. Um, I just gave my cat her antibiotics because of the bite on her back. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, the other cat. I've gotten pretty good at giving my cats pills. Yeah, they that's are good. very well behaved, uh, and they let me, you know, just. Stick, pop it in their mouth, and then they'll swallow it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's typically a pretty difficult thing to do. No, my cats are good. Very nice. Nice. We have to use uh, pill pockets. Oh. Have you heard of those? Uh, Yeah, I have. You you stuff a pill in it, you kind of hide a pill in a treat. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, so far... At any time we've had to use them, they don't really care too much. So they just look at it as I'm getting food. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Let's uh, let's get into the show because we have we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have video games to talk about. Let's let's talk about a few of those video games, Tyler. I'm actually I need to erase one of these because actually I've only. Outside of, well, I'm not going to talk too much about Fortnite and Call of Duty because at this point, it's more of the same. Like, if we, we'll get to the announcement later, but if we do, like, that Call of Duty raid or something together, maybe we'll talk about Call of Duty again. But I'm comfortable saying that, hey, I'm just going to mention Call of Duty, I'm still playing it, and Fortnite, still playing it. <laughs> right. Um, what have you got? Um, The big thing's God of War. Ragnarok, and I, I don't have too much to add to that. I am getting, I feel kind of close to the end. Um, things are definitely ramping up, and, and when I played, um, I guess it was like Wednesday night. Um, I I can't remember when it was, but um, I got to a point in the story where I'm like, wow, like it's, I feel like. It's the story kind of while it's still good, it gets a, it slows down a lot in the middle of the game, and now I feel like I'm getting to the point where it really ramps up. There's some fantastic moments, uh, character-wise, with it. Uh, really amazing uh, gameplay sequences and boss fights, and um, yeah, I've I've that moment uh, playing the other night just hit me. I was like, yes, this is this is awesome. Um, so, um, yeah. That otherwise, I, I don't. I don't have too much to add to God of War Ragnarok. Hopefully, I'll have it done next week. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see on that. Yeah, that's going to be like one of my main focuses. I did play a little bit of God of War Ragnarok. I did. I did a lot of uh, the Vanaheim stuff. I think I'm like. I mean, I did like what I what I originally went there to do. I might be doing some more stuff around in Vanaheim, but that's where I got to. Um, okay. Yeah. 
God of War, pretty fucking good. We're going to talk, probably mention more God of War later in the show. Um, as yeah. it had it had won numerous awards. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, anything else you got? Yeah, I played, while the Game Awards were going on, I just played some Splatoon 3, some of that campaign, just trying to get back to that. Okay. Um, and, you know, I was not feeling pretty good about the Splatoon 3 campaign early on, but uh, it, it genuinely is a lot different uh, compared to the first two. Um, yeah, you're still going through levels, you're shooting dudes, there's boss fights, there's all sorts of stuff, but it's a little bit more challenge-based, it's a lot more open-ended in terms of how you progress through the uh, campaign, which I really am enjoying. Um, and some of the some of the levels are... are quite difficult um in some ways most of the time they're not but they might give you like you have to uh get through this level without losing any of your ink uh and having your ink go completely down and you can't recharge it during the level so figure it out um and there's different things in the environment. Obviously, you got to splash your ink to, to get to the next platform, and then there's some enemies and um, yeah, kind of stuff like that that they didn't really do in the first game. In second game, I felt like, but uh, yeah, this one um, it's good. It's not like the greatest campaign in the world, but I, I found myself really enjoying it the other night. So I'll keep trucking along with that probably after I finish God of War because I don't think it's too long. Um, so yeah. That's that's all that I have played this week. You got anything else? Tyler, I I 100% meant to play some more God of War last night. But then I realized a certain game finally got its Steam release after many years. Dwarf Fortress. Um, mm. Dwarf Fortress was a game that I, I think it's like earlier, mid-2000s, when they started putting out builds of this game. Um, but it's a game that has had a history of uh, generating really cool fucking stories and, like, just being... just just being, like, un- unlike anything else. Um, it, it has been, like, over the years, they've made it a little bit easier to get into because when it started it was just that ASCII art Um, there have been like art packs that you've been able to put on it uh, but nothing officially put out by the developers of Dwarf Fortress Um, so they've been working on this uh, Steam release for a few few years now and it it just came out last week and uh, yeah I've I've been getting into it I lost about 5 hours to Dwarf Fortress last night I started playing it like 9 9 p.m. and like played it like almost to like almost to 3 um in the wow. morning. Um so Dwarf Fortress is a game that uh has a lot of randomly generated or procedurally generated elements to it. Um you are managing a I mean an expedition of dwarves you're digging into into mountains to create your home, you're building like different workshops to create different products you have you have your own market that you can uh trade with other civilizations that come by every now and then um 
Yeah, it's and and just a lot of wild different things pop off. Occasionally, some of my dwarves have been possessed by some spirit and have created items in dedication to that spirit. And I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know who the spirit is, but the items they're crafting in dedication to them are like among the most valuable items that I have in my hoard right now. Um but yeah, game gameplay wise, it's it's a lot of uh, management stuff. So it's a it's a two D game, but you can scroll through like the the different elevations. Um, as you dig deeper and deeper underground, that gets more and more complicated. Um, yeah, and you're basically setting off like you're building these structures. You're building rooms for like you have different you have like all your dwarves, but then you have like. I I think they call them nobility, but these are like just kind of like your administrative positions. So like I have a bookkeeper, I have the expedition leader, I have um, messengers, I have a chief medical dwarf. Um, but all of them require different sorts of rooms to do their work. So I've been building out those rooms. I've been setting zones. I've I've created a dining hall for everybody. Um, I've organized different stockpiles, different stockpiles for foods, for gems, for finished uh, goods that are ready to sell. Um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And basically you're just creating this dwarf civilization and watching some crazy events unfold. Like, I keep having these fucking kobolds try to come by and steal my shit. But thankfully, I have two attack dogs that uh, are taking care of them for the moment. Um, unfortunately, my metalsmith, you'd think a dwarf metalsmith, very important to your, uh, your colony, um, he got possessed, went to the metalsmithing station, didn't have the items he needed to create the item he was trying to, to trying to make, and subsequently went berserk, and my other dwarves had to put him down, so now I'm looking for a new metalsmith, and that sucks. <laughs> um... <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, I, I somehow insulted the elves who came to trade. I don't know why. I was giving them a good trade. Like, the terms were in their favor. I guess maybe something I offered offended them. I don't. I don't know how I offended the elves, but they threatened to come back, and they made some vague threats that like they're going to come back and attack me. Um, and I don't like that. I don't like the idea of that. I have no military. I have some weapons laying around, but no one in my civilization is even, like, remotely trained to use any of the weapons. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it would be very dire if someone attacked me right now. Um, I'm only about three years in, so. Yeah. Wow. That sounds pretty, pretty wild. I saw IGN gave this game a 10. Yeah. Deserves. It was like, I've never really even heard of this, so uh, yeah, it's, it seems, you know, yeah, pretty high praise of it, so it seems like that score makes sense. Yeah, it's it's a very complicated game um, to, like, to just understand all the different systems and, like, what you need to do to make sure your dwarves don't starve. You need to make sure you're making enough alcohol for them to make it through the winter, Um and I, I haven't had a problem with that. There are plenty of fruit-bearing trees around my mountain, so I can go out there and gather that and make wine, make some beer out of uh, some of the 
wheat that I'm growing underground. There's a whole farming system and all that. It's, yeah, it is a uh, very, very good management game. And uh, you know what? I'm in for one of those. I have not tried to play it on my Steam Deck. I imagine it might be a little bit difficult. Um, unless I get touch controls. Maybe touch controls makes that. that uh, yeah, maybe. Good, but uh, yeah. Dwarf Fortress. Um, if any of y'all have been curious about Dwarf Fortress and were turned off by uh, the hoops you have to jump through to even get actual graphics into the game, the Steam release... Uh, you know, cuts out that headache. It has a tutorial that will get you started. It has other helpful, uh, like other tutorials to to go through at your own leisure. Um, yeah, it's it is fantastic, and I'm glad a lot more people are able to play this game now. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds sounds like your jam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly, fucking cool. Like I just there's this. What? I'm not sure if this is a cult or something, but this spirit thing is really fucking bugging me because someone made this scepter, and it's a very. So normally, when I create a good, something that I want to sell, I create like some some piece of finished good, and I encrust it with gems and and uh, smoothed out stones. Like I, I, I decorate these items before I go and sell them, and usually they sell for about. Well, they have a trade value of 1000 So you you never make a profit. You only have stuff to put up. It's a bartering system, so you only have stuff to put up to get supplies from whoever's coming in and trading. So I get like 1000 per one of those items. This scepter is worth 3000 So it's three times as valuable as anything else I've ever produced. And I don't know why. Ooh. I have no fucking clue. But I kind of want to, uh, I kind of want to, so all of, all of your administrators and nobles and all that, they, you can assign them an item as a status symbol, and I kind of want to see one of my dwarves carry around that scepter and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good well. shit, man. But yeah, that's I would say. that that consumed my Saturday night. <laughs> um, so, I guess it's time to get into. Well, I guess before we get into the game awards, news dropped. The like was it the day of the game awards? Just earlier in the day. Yeah, it was. It the was. The FTC announced that it will be uh, filing a lawsuit in their administrative court against. Uh, Activision, um, looking into that, uh, against Microsoft, again, looking into that Activision, uh, acquisition that they're trying to do, um, I mean, I think, I think this comes as a little bit of a surprise, considering, like, how buddy-buddy Microsoft is with everybody in DC, um, but, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a little bit more of a headache than they imagined, it's gonna, it's gonna cost some time and money and uh the deal might not make it by its deadline and microsoft might have to you know spend even more money to make this happen more money is in three billion dollars oh my god on a on a 70 million dollar acquisition or seven billion yeah. rather billion with a b yep. oh no three million Ooh. 
Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, uh, well, yeah, I guess we can maybe touch on it in the show here, but Microsoft just had a very, very bad end of the week. Um, plus, they announced that they're raising their game prices to $70 as well. Um, yeah, just just not, not good. Um, and, yeah, this, this FTC thing's a big deal. Very big deal. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, and I... I mean, there's there's a lot of people talking back and forth about like the pros and cons of whether or not Microsoft is allowed to do this, but like, I I don't know, like it's on one hand, like some people are trying to make the argument that, uh, well, if Microsoft doesn't get this done, that just means Bobby Kotick's still in charge, and I'm like, well, there isn't a guarantee he'd leave if the acquisition goes through, and. As far as my recent memory, I I cannot recall a time that Microsoft buys something as obviously as publicly and obviously as toxic as Activision Blizzard seems to be and actually fix the work culture. Like I mean, it's the first time they've bought something as as incredibly toxic publicly as Activision Blizzard, but there isn't really evidence that hey, this Microsoft acquisition uh, magically makes the work culture better. Um, yeah, right. So I, I don't really buy those arguments. Um, and yeah, and when it comes to uh, union unionization, um, it's it's tricky. I th- we've seen that uh, people over at Zenimax are trying to unionize. Zenimax, obviously now owned by. Microsoft, um, I think, maybe taking advantage of the moment because Microsoft said they'd recognize any unions. Um, who's, who's to say that uh, this that kind of uh, unionization activity happens without this acquisition going on? I, I kind of have my doubts. I have a feeling it's right. them calling Microsoft's bluff um, and maybe getting in while they have a shot. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a yeah, yeah, and and you know Microsoft announced too that they're they got these deals with Nintendo and Steam and stuff, but then Game Duel was like, I don't really give a shit about this, <laughs> like, whatever, <laughs> you guys do what you do. Yeah. Um, Nintendo might be a big deal, but then Sony's out here saying that Call of Duty can't even run on the Switch anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Mm. I, I don't know. It's it's uh. It's a whole fucking thing, man. It's I know people are tired of talking about it, but at least over the past just couple weeks, this story's gotten so juicy. Um and it's yeah, it's just complicated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, important to note that yeah, it's, this is going under the administrative court of the FTC and not a federal court. Um so we'll like what that means, I'm not a legal expert, but it, it seems like it's a much lower level thing, and it's something that might not even block this acquisition. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the game awards. You know, the the yeah. big thing that the other big thing that is a uh, you know that happened. Uh, let's first go over the winners because the announcements. I kind of want to talk about it a little bit more than the, these award winners because, to be honest, award shows, eh. 
I don't necessarily agree with the people who vote on these things. So let's get through it. Yeah. And yeah, let's let's get into it. I did some tallying. Oh, you based oh, on yeah, our predictions. Fuck. Who won? Who won? <laughs> oh wait, no. Let's get through this and see, and then okay. The, All right. Uh, I I scrolled down to the bottom here. Best adaptation, League of Legends. Arcane League of Legends. That's the winner. I mean, that was obvious. Yes. Yep. So, do do you want to go over at the end? Uh, Who who chose what? uh, Or go by as we go? As we go. Let's... let's... Okay. So, yeah, best adaptation went to Arcane. I chose Arcane. You chose Sonic the Hedgehog, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I should have known better. Arcane had more buzz, but I I don't know. Sonic just seemed more... If this vote was public, I think Sonic would win. Right. I agree. Um, The most anticipated game went to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, Tears of the Kingdom. Or Tears? Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah, I, I think to, it's Tears. They need to fucking stop with this shit. Yeah, um, yeah they do. I think I picked Starfield, so I, I probably lost that one. You did. Yeah, I chose Zelda, you chose Starfield. Fuck! So. Um, yeah. We skipped over all the esports things, and we're not even going to go over them here. And we didn't do the content creator thing. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, best multiplayer game went to Splatoon 3. This one really surprised me. I don't know why. I just really thought that it's just more of the same. So I really thought uh, another game might get that. Uh, you got this one right. Yeah, buddy. With Splatoon 3. I chose Modern Warfare 2. Um, so yeah. Call of Duty doesn't win awards here. kind of surprising. What are, you, what are you smoking? I don't know, man. I know it. Yeah, it usually only wins maybe like best sound design or something like that, but... I just, I don't know. Modern Warfare, hmm. it's multiplayer slaps. It just came out. I thought there might be a little recency hmm. bias there, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I will be back in one second. I am listening to you, though. I gotta go grab something. Quick. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'd say about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is that uh, that game, if you're playing on PC, that game is a fucking nightmare. It is the most, it is like the biggest technical disaster that I have, have experienced this year. It is, it is leagues worse. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on PC is leagues worse than anything I've experienced playing Pokemon Scarlet. And that's all I'll say. Wow. That's, that's a statement. Damn. Damn. Hey, when I can't even play more than two or three matches in a row without it fucking crashing, but I can fucking lay in bed and play pokemon all day and yeah maybe it looks a little bit hitchy here and there i i don't think that is a fucking controversial statement yeah right all right next up is best sim slash strategy game the winner was mario and rabbits i think you got that it's man uh yes i yeah so i I chose mario rabbits you chose two point campus which i think that's just based off the people that vote on this stuff, I just think that's not surprising. Even though those other games might actually be deeper and maybe better. And more um, appropriate for this category. Um, right, exactly. And if Dwarf Fortress released earlier, it would have won this category. Maybe it'll be up for an award next year. Maybe, yeah. Um, 
Best sports slash racing game. I think we both got this Gran Turismo 7. Yes. Yep. It actually won an award. A Gran Turismo game won an award. Great. It did. I like it. Next up is best family game. It was Kirby and the Forgotten Land. You picked Lego, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I did. I chose Lego Star Wars. You chose Kirby. So, yeah, you got that one right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just thought Lego Star Wars might have been more appealing for a family game. Mm. Pretty sold very well too. Um, definitely sold more than Kirby. But yeah, but the, hey, the, I, I'm not complaining. Kirby's Kirby's well, great. Kirby so. as a family game has things for everybody. Those kids don't understand what we think of when we see mouthful mode. It's got yeah. it's got stuff for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Best fighting game. Uh, I think we both got this at Multiverses, right? Yeah, we actually oh, didn't, we didn't do, do it. We okay, didn't pick this good. one because we didn't really right. do this. But yeah, Multiverses is not surprising based off of everything else in this category. Yeah, I can maybe see Sifu, but it's not actually a fighting game yeah. in the true sense. So yeah. Uh, next up, best RPG. Elden Ring won this category. I mean, we're gonna go over these next three categories. I just, like, I don't know. The distinguishing between what games are in which category is just wild to me. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, you chose Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for best RPG. I chose Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, I was hoping Xenoblade yeah, would win something. Yeah, and that's what's... I mean, I guess you can say it with Horizon Forbidden West as well, which did not win anything. I don't know. I just think it's kind of odd that it's up for, like, Game of the Year and it doesn't necessarily win anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I I get Elden Ring as best RPG. It makes sense uh, that it it won. um, But it also also could have won best action-adventure game if you wanted to categorize it as that. Yeah. Or you could have categorized... God of War Ragnarok, winner of best action adventure game, as an RPG. It has plenty of RPG elements in it. It does. Yeah, same with um, Horizon as well. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of RPG elements in that. Maybe they're not as deep as Xenoblade or Nelt Ring or whatever, but yeah, it gets a, gets a little wild. So, um, yeah, best action adventure went to God of War Ragnarok. Um, I chose Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. That would maybe be a winner there. You chose Tunic, so yeah. we both got that one wrong. Yeah, and then best action game, we both chose Neon White, and that went to Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we skipped over innovation and accessibility in our predictions, but God of War Ragnarok won that. Uh, we skipped over best VR AR. Moss Book 2 won that. Best communities. Did we do best community support? Because I, I think that was another one of those bullshit categories that we didn't. Yeah, we we did not do that one. Or yeah. mobile game, but Marvel Correct. Snap. I, I think I might have said that would win, um, just based on yeah. recent hype. Uh, best debut yeah. indie game. Here's where some bullshit fucking starts. Um, Stray. <laughs> Stray won best debut indie game. Um, yes fucking bullshit <laughs> honestly <laughs> vampire survivors man vampire fucking survivors 
I don't know. I feel like Stray is maybe the weakest game on this list of indie games. I, yeah, I mean, I haven't played... It's very cute. I didn't play Neon White or Norco or Vampire Survivors, but I can understand that. Like, Stray, I like Stray, but it is not this mind-blowing game that I feel like people uh, think it is. And yeah, I, um, yeah, is it a, can I say a winning guess? But I just think, yeah, some of these other games are definitely more deserving of best debut indie and even the next category, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, best indie game, Stray wins again. Um, like, yeah. This is why we don't trust game journalists. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, best debut indie, you chose Vampire Survivors. I chose Tunic, so we both got that wrong. Best indie, you chose Tunic, and I chose Stray. I chose Stray just out of sheer popularity. I do think Tunic is a more deserving winner of that out of what I played. Um, so, yeah, man. I, and and then also, I, I, I'll i just stop and say here for a second, I don't know if you had a chance to like watch the whole thing or anything like that, but this was definitely, in my opinion, the best Game Awards Jeff has ever done. Um, and for the most part, I mean, there's some things here and there um, that could have been better. But this is one that... Both either of these awards, they really just kind of blew through them in one of those sections where it's like, we're about to give away five awards right now, and we're just going to rattle them off. Mm -hmm. Um, Where I feel like in the past, they've made a bigger deal about best indie game, and I feel like it's pretty important to do it. To, to like make it a big segment. Well, maybe when game. maybe when um, the people who voted on it are so wrong, maybe he, Jeff realized this and was like, well, you know. <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, maybe." Jeff is secret uh, stray hater, and he's just like, "Fuck this, well, I can't do this." The thing with stray, like the thing about being an indie game, is like, so it's it's hard. But stray had that huge co marketing deal with well, fucking PlayStation fucking marketed that the shit out of stray. It did, like, yeah. It got more marketing than like a lot than some AAA games. It, it like it felt like, um, right. So like, that's one of the huge hurdles as an indie game is like getting your game in front of people and fucking PlayStation just strapped a fucking jetpack to Stray and got it in front of everybody. Yeah. <sighs> Agreed. Best ongoing game. Did we do this? I don't. Uh, yes, we did. And we did. I think I got it wrong. I said Fortnite. Yeah, I said Destiny 2, winner of Final Fantasy fourteen, Which is weird, because they didn't have any huge... Thing. Like, they've been doing their, um... Their patches for uh, Final Fantasy fourteen this year, but they haven't had a huge major release. Right. Huh. Uh, Games for Impact, we didn't really make a pick there as dusk falls one that i don't know anything about any of these games really except citizens yeah we actually we did choose that one um yeah you chose citizen sleeper i chose as dusk falls just out that's the only one i really knew okay (laughs) so yeah uh best performance went to christopher judge uh he was on stage for a while (laughs) oh my god Ooh. Yeah, I like Christopher Judge. I feel like he's very deserving of this award, but uh, yeah, he he was up there way too long. And then even when they started playing the music to like get out of here, uh, we got to move on. It just 
it kept going. It felt a little self-indulgent to me. Uh, but, look, it, like I said, very deserving of the award. That's that's who I chose yeah. to win. So, you chose Sonny. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Audio design. Went to God of War Ragnarok. I'm not sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we both got this one wrong. We both chose GT7. Yeah, those cars Look, sound I like good. God of War. Yeah, it, it's it got... God of War's got a good audio design, but I would honestly just say, like, some of these other games are better in that category to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of surprised about this one, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, best score slash music also went to God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, you chose Elden Ring for this one. I chose God of War... I, I tell you, this one was tough. I feel like you can't really go wrong with any of these, to be honest with you. But yeah, but, there there are some parts where I, I in God of War Ragnarok where that I just got to where the dude that that music does slap though. Yeah, like they they nail it, they nail it, and even though it's just simple like three notes that da da it plays so many times, and man, oh, it it does slap. Um, but man, I don't know. Some of these other ones are pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, we got best art direction, which went to Elden Ring. I think I said Scorn. I, I kind of, I kind of regret saying that because I, I know that game journalists are cowards. Um, <laughs> but it went to Elden Ring. Which actually, yeah, which I chose Elden Ring on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, Scorn. Scorn does have a good one. I don't know. This one's tough to me. Um, I think you could throw Stray out. I don't know. Yeah. It's... I, I can I can understand Elden Ring, though. There's a lot of really cool-looking environments and bosses and weapons and all sorts of stuff. I, I get it. Yeah. Best Narrative Award went to God of War Ragnarok. Not a surprise there. To me, um, I, I guess the one I could see was Immortality, maybe. But, yeah, you chose Elden Ring. I chose God of War. Yep. At this point, though, I was I was thinking, I'm like, God of War is taking Game of the Year at this. Um, not that I care that much, but it's just God of War was just cleaning house uh, these awards. But, yeah, things changed. Uh, best game direction went to Elden Ring. I'm just curious, like when they say game direction, there is nothing new or novel about Stray. No, absolutely <laughs> not. It is a absolutely not. pretty standard uh, character back platformer. It's yeah, mm, whatever. Yeah, Stray, Stray is the one here that I just, I don't get. Um, I Yeah, this one, to me, only came down to Elden Ring or Immortality. Because Horizon Forbidden West is is good, but it's more of the same. God of War is good, but it's more of the same. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was a way bigger deal for God of War to do the one, you know, the single camera thing. When it first came out, yeah. then second time around, it's still great. Don't get me wrong, but 
yeah. Uh, so to me, it came down between Elden Ring and Immortality, and Elden Ring just has that popularity for sure. But yeah, yeah, uh, well deserved though, because I I do think there's going to be a lot of open world titles years from now that probably will be trying to chase Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. And then lastly, game of the year goes to Elden Ring. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, it was it, it was really a two horse race. It was Elden Ring or God yeah. of War. Like there weren't going to be any surprises. There was not. It takes two <laughs> coming around and fucking snagging this fucking award for no fucking reason yeah. last year. <laughs> right. 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 Yep. Pretty so this year kind of reminded me awards wise of of 2018 um when it was God of War and Red Dead 2. And Red Dead was just cleaning house, winning everything and then comes to the big one with game of the year and game direction and stuff like that and God of War ended up winning that year. Um so yeah. No no surprise here with Elden Ring. Um yeah, that I, I you probably saw, but that uh, when FromSoft came up to accept their we award, we don't have to talk that, about that kid. That kid's kid, a fucking shithead. Like, oh my god! Oh no, that that, that was, kid is that a trolling awful. shithead. Um, the yes. less we talk about him, the better, because like if you I fucking agree. dig even just a little bit, that kid is has some. I mean, he's a kid, but he has some really fucking shitty opinions already. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and it could have been way scarier and bad. So yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. Um, yeah, that's it's it's a fantastic fucking video game. Um, I'm like, I think it was a surprise when what was it Sekiro won Game of the Year in what twenty seven. Didn't it win game of twenty nineteen? Um, yeah, it was a surprise when a From Software game won back then. It still, it's a little bit less a surprise this year. I think more and more people have gotten into From Software games. Um, it's it's a hard it's it's hard, but like, it's I mean, I think it's gotten easier. I think they've made it a lot easier for people. I think as more people have started playing these games, it's become easier and easier for people to go out and find, uh, like, when they get frustrated. And especially in a game like Elden Ring, where you can go in a lot of different directions to find something else to do to not bang your head against it. Um, and that's that's really what Elden Ring did for a lot of people trying to get into uh, these Souls-like games. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it felt like... Uh... Even back to like Bloodborne, um, even a little bit Dark Souls Three, maybe not as much. Sekiro is people that played those games and finished them and stuff. It's like this was absolutely the best thing of the year, but maybe it didn't reach that mainstream appeal that Elden Ring did. Um, and now, yeah, I feel like now we're just at that point where. Yeah, from software is going to be a force to be reckoned with, um, <laughs> and maybe next year awards. too, because we're we're going to get yeah. into the announcements and, woo, yeah, boy is stoked. Yeah, <laughs> I when I saw that, I was like, yep, I immediately thought of you. So yeah, we'll we'll be getting to that. Yeah, 
But uh, overall, yeah, you said I didn't get to watch the show because I had to work uh, Friday. I was doing an overtime day, so I had to go to bed early. Um, so I, I didn't actually get to watch the show live. I've gone back and watched uh, a few. I, I've watched most of the show. Um, yeah, it it was pretty good. It was it was tight. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel yeah exactly. I feel like it had a good pace to it. The the ads weren't overbearing or anything like that. Sure, there's a few corny things like get your PUBG skin with Grubhub, but you know Jeff has to pay for the bills. It just didn't feel as bad as last year. Last year was awful um, with ads and dumb shit, and yeah, this year just felt tight and uh, had a good flow to it. I Jeff wanted to make it shorter. He was out there saying it was going to be about two and a half hours. The show ended up being about three. Um, I feel like you cut 10 minutes out of that at Chris, Christopher Judge's speech. <laughs> and you're getting kind of close. Um, yeah, it was it was a good show overall. I liked his jacket, though. Christopher yeah. Judge's oh, yeah, jacket definitely. was really nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree. Uh. Um, so, yeah, before we get into the announcements... Sorry, Frank. Yeah, I mean, clowned. you won. I, I, made, I made some bold <laughs> picks, and you didn't. Um, you did. You did, yeah. 13 to 4. Overall. Look, it's okay. But it was fun. You're just as wrong as those games journalists, that's all. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I know I'm talking a lot of shit, but, like, I mean, it's a, there's a fucking... There's a lot of different people. Like, I'm not... I'm not talking about any specific person out there, but like there's just a huge community of people. And when you smush them all together, you occasionally get cowardly picks because that's just where it's going to <laughs> average to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's uh, get into the announcements because that's, that's really why people are watching this award show. Like sure. It's a celebration of games. The awards are nice and all, but, I'd say the majority of people are watching this for the announcements. Definitely. Um, so let's get through to them. Um, Final Fantasy 16 finally has a release date. They put out a trailer. It's coming June 22nd of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I like Final Fantasy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, this game looks fucking awesome. I, I was... I was in for that trailer. I felt like this was a... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I would love to have seen something new as like the f- final announcement, but this was an awesome thing to show off as the final, you know, premiere, whatever they want to call it. Um, great trailer. I'm in. Wait, Let's fucking go. On, let me... I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly. Did you play Final Fantasy 15 or was 7 Remake your first Final Fantasy? I played 15. Okay, so yes. 15 was 15... your first Final Fantasy. Correct. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It's, yeah. It's close. Yeah. Uh, combat looks looks awesome, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cool-looking things in this trailer. I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. But Tyler... Nothing. I feel like I should have just saved this for last. I should, I should just scroll past it. But man, I Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon from Software is finally getting back to Armored Core. 
been what all, like over a decade since the last Armored Core. Yeah, it's coming next time. year. The trailer looks fucking dope. I. <sighs> yeah, this <sighs> uh, this um, this trailer was awesome. Um, and the fact that it's coming out next year is like, oh my gosh, wow! This from Softwares, they um, they churn shit out, man. Um, but to me, you have From Software, and then you have Max, and then Frank gets very happy. <laughs> yes, those are two things that seem to go together pretty well. I'm just curious because it's been so long. Is this going to be more like the old Armored Core games, or uh, does it have any? Or, or are they reinventing it? Is it going to have a Souls-like component to it? In, in that aspect, are they going to try to take what they've been doing and apply it to Armored Core? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious about it. I don't... I might check it out. Might not. I don't know. But yeah. I'm, I'm very curious about it overall, just to see what it's like. Yeah, yeah like, there not too many details on the game. Like, if this is an announcement trailer. I want this to be an open-world game. Hmm... Yeah, rolling around in your mech cool. in an open, big open world. Ooh, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that I, I, that trailer was just so good, though, because yeah, Bandai Namco, Bandai Namco popped up in the beginning. You're like, okay, it's probably from software. Mech starts. You're probably Armored Core, but it it was like uh, I don't know, thirty seconds, a minute maybe into that trailer before that FromSoft logo popped up, and it's like, oh shit, here we go. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Great trailer. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tyler, this was a surprise to me. They're making a Hades 2. Yeah. First time Supergiant has made a direct sequel to one of their games, and it's going to be Hades 2. It's going to be coming out in early access in 2023. Um, Hades was fucking dope. Hades 2. Supergiant doesn't fucking miss. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking in. Yeah. It, yeah, it's surprising them doing a direct sequel, but it's not in a way. Hades was so, so big. Uh, you know, Game of the Year winner in a lot of different outlets. I, I loved Hades, and I'm so down for more. Let's go. It looked cool. The gameplay they did show off in the trailer looked looked pretty awesome. For a second there, I was wondering, like, uh, is this maybe a big expansion for Hades or DLC or something like that? But, no, it was full-blown sequel. Yep. Yeah. People just really fucking love that game, and, you know, they're they're probably going to love this one, too. It's it's great. I wonder if I'm going to play this on my Steam Deck, maybe. We'll see. Mm. That might be yeah. a very delicious game to play in my Steam Deck. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, Ken Levine has decided to make a game that looks almost exactly like Bioshock. It's called Judas. Um, yes. Dude, how you got for Armored Core is me with this announcement. I feel like, sure, it looks like a Bioshock game, but... The two games that Ken Levine did with Bioshock are some of my favorite games ever. I 
I feel like I haven't gotten this excited for a game reveal in a long time. Um, it's been been a number of years, and this game looks so fucking awesome. Oh my god. Um, very Bioshock-like, but I'm in for this world. These characters, uh, whatever the fuck is going on here. Like, there's very awesome... You know, Bioshock-like things. Like, there's just that shot of, like, a sign that says, Eat more cookies. It's like, yeah, let's go. This is this is the shit I like about Bioshock. Showing off, you know, like, plasmids, basically. Um, whatever they want to call them in this world. Um, I'm in. It's been a long time since Ken Levine and has put anything out. Um, they've been toying on this game for a really long time. And, you know, they... They keep mentioning stuff about narrative. Um, and yes, this is a single-player game, but I'm just curious what they mean by narrative um, in this game. Is there different paths or choices? I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I'm just finally... I'm excited it's been revealed. This this looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh... We'll see. It's no no release date. Um, it could be forever yeah. from now. Who knows? It could. It's that's the thing. Like seeing some of that gameplay, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not that far away. But they've just been making this game for so long. It's uh, it still could be a little bit before it's out. In in in, I say that. Too also that like Bioshock Infinite was revealed, I want to say f- three or four years before it actually came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a long time, so yeah, we'll we'll see. Just be patient. Yeah, you might. I'd advise people to also be patient with Death Stranding too. Um, <laughs> they revealed Death Stranding two here. Got to look at uh, Fragile and uh, her her babby. And we got to look at uh, good old Norman Reedus out there in old Sam Porter Bridges. Um, yeah, they're making Death Stranding too. <laughs> Kojima yeah. was there. Yes, he was. Um, why did I get so excited for this when I haven't even played Death Stranding? <laughs> I don't know. It's something about... Kojima and his teams put together the best fucking trailers. And this trailer was awesome. There's so much like so much cool looking shit in this. Um whatever character that was right at the end of that trailer playing some instrument and stuff, I was like, this is fucking cool. Wow. The fucking um, octopus in the in the little fucking baby chamber. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck's exactly. going on? It, it, is this, mm, I don't know. Yeah, there's I, I I really gotta go play Death Stranding because this looked fucking so good. Yeah, we we should play Death Stranding. <laughs> we should. We should. Uh, um Absolutely. Alright. We got another celebrity in a video game here. Uh Idris Elba is gonna be in that Phantom Liberty uh DLC for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um Yeah. What a pop. Yeah. Honestly, just wasn't expecting this. You know, figured, uh, you know, it'd be a big expansion for it. They said Keanu Reeves is coming back, but Idris Elba, that's pretty big. 
Um, yeah, look, looks cool. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Tyler, you know me, biggest Star Wars fan ever in the history yes. of the franchise and history of the property. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Some say that I <laughs> may have gone back in time and created Star Wars myself. Um, mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming out March 17th. We're going to continue along here with Cal Kestis and, um, you know, fight against that empire. You know, yep. just like you do. Um, yeah. It's, it looks like another Star Wars Jedi. It looks like the other game. Just, you know, more stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm in for that. I don't think I need a... It's kind of like God of War Ragnarok. Like, I don't need a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order that completely reinvents what it is. I just kind of want more of the same and make it better, bigger. Um, and that's what this game looked like. I'm, I'm fucking in for this. I love that first game. Yeah, let's go. There, there's some really cool combat stuff. Uh, it seems like you got like a grappling hook or something in this as well. And yeah, cool, cool, uh, lightsaber stuff. Um, yeah, trailer was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm, you know... Next year, the early part of next year, looking fucking packed. Yeah, the the whole first half is just insanity. Yeah. So. Uh, joining them in the first half of the year, Diablo Four. Coming out June sixth. They just put out a cinematic trailer, but you know what Diablo fucking plays like. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, previews have been pretty positive for this. That cinematic trailer was awesome. Blizzard, kind of Blizzard and Square Enix to me are like the best with cinematic trailers. Like, there's they just know how to to make trailers that just fucking slap. And this this trailer is awesome. June sixth, I cannot wait. Hell yeah. There's going to be a public beta as well. I think if you pre-order the game, yeah, yeah. So. I might not have time to play it, like, with as packed as as next year is. Like, am I going to play a yes. preview of a game while I'm trying to trying to beat other games in anticipation for this? <laughs> I know, I know. And then you have this coming out June 6th in Final Fantasy 16, probably, what, two or three weeks later on the 22nd? Yep. Uh-huh. Whew. Yeah. It's going to be crazy crazy month but a few days before we get street fighter 6 june 2nd yeah. yep. yep this game looks pretty fucking cool i wish i were a fighting game player maybe this one will convert me but i'm not putting any money on it right same uh, i'm with you game looks fantastic i'm sure those that are into it are into it but uh yeah i'm not a not a big Street Fighter fan myself. Yeah, the problem is I don't like getting my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, got another trailer and a release date for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League coming May 26th. Um, yep. That's Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably not a good time for that game to release. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. Maybe... Maybe that's not a great time to be releasing your game, especially off the back of... I know it's a different developer, but, you know, 
same in the DC fucking universe there people are going to have that association with fucking Gotham Knights um yeah yeah i i'm i'm with you on on some of that for sure like this release date's definitely a tricky one with everything that surrounds it um but so Kevin Conroy is one of the voices of Batman um a lot of people think he is the voice, and he unfortunately passed away uh, not too long ago. Apparently, he is in this game, and they showed that off in the trailer. And this was basically, I guess, the last thing he might have done as Batman. Um, and I feel like this trailer got me way more sold on this game than some of the other ones. But at the same time, I really wish they didn't reveal that the Batman and Kevin Conroy thing and that would have just been a surprise in the game that would have been awesome um, but I don't know. game looks cool um, I'm intrigued by it it might have to wait though just for some other things we'll see how the year pans out but yeah yeah alright Tyler I'm gonna let you make the decision do we want to talk about Mario <laughs> yes because I think this movie looks fucking awesome. <laughs> it it genuinely looks awesome. Um, I'm still not sold on Chris Pratt as Mario, but everyone else, I'm I'm interested in visually. Yeah, yeah, visually looks just so good, and there's just a bunch of like little dumb stuff in this trailer that, um, or, or the previous the trailer just went out, but then this clip as well, like yeah, um, that just looked. Looks awesome. Oh, God yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, we got a trailer for Tekken 8 as well. Um, another fighting game that I'm not going to play. I'm just not going to play yeah. a fighting game. That's just not going to happen. Same. Not in a year with so many other things. Um, are you going right. to go back to Horizon Forbidden West next year, <laughs> April 19th? <laughs> Putting the Burning Shores yeah. DLC out. Yeah, so this DLC is set in LA. That's pretty cool to me. I would be down for this for sure. I just, that release date, man, April 19th. Um, it's just going to be so much stuff out. Um, so we'll see. We'll see on that. But I am I am interested. It's like everyone's sure. fucking really playing like chicken to see who's going to delay their game early next year. I know. Like, yeah. There's no fucking way all this comes out. Right. All right. Um, looks like there's a new party game for for all of us uh, perverts out here who like Crash Bandicoot, Crash Team Rumble. It's a four v four multiplayer game. I, I'm not feeling too good about this. I, no, I, I'm I not either. I'm not either. It's going to do well. I think this yeah. might kill Crash off for a while. Yeah, I'm not I'm not into this at all. I just feel like this is not what people want for Crash. People wanted Mario Party with Crash, not this yes. 4 competitive multiplayer sort of thing. That's just not what we want. Yeah, I feel like genuinely remaking a a remaking Crash Bash or a new version of that would have been exactly what people might have been excited for. Like, I love Crash Bash. Um, and this just is not it. I think the only way I'll check this out is if it's free to play, but 
I don't think it is going to be. Um, yeah, I'm out. I'm out on this. I, I don't. It's it's too packed of a year to check out something like this to me. That might be okay. Uh, we got another trailer for Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Um, it's yeah, it's coming next year. This just reminded me that uh, we still haven't played uh, Dark Tide together, which has been yeah, out for a while. Yeah, I know. Yes, we do. We do got to play that. Um, I do have it installed. Um, whenever you want to check it out. Um, but yeah, this looked pretty neat to me, and I'm like, am I about to become a Warhammer fan? Yeah. Because between this and Dark Tide, I'm like, oh no. Because that just seems like a, a crazy universe to get into. <laughs> oh, buddy. You have a basement, right? So put all your Warhammer figurines in? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. All right. Uh, extremely okay games creators of Celeste have uh, announced their next game, Earthblade. Um got a trailer this game looks really fucking good celeste yes, was fucking was. awesome and this looks like yep it'll also be pretty fucking awesome so yeah yeah it seems like it's kind of hard the trailer seemed really cool it's kind of hard to explain almost and even in the trailer like what they're doing with this in terms of just level design uh seems very different for a 2d game but it yeah it looked it looked awesome um I think Celeste was so good. I think they've uh, they're on the on the map to me. If I'll just check out whatever they do. Yeah. Uh, we also got this was weird to me. Bayonetta yeah. Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Um, they're what? What are they doing? I don't know. I don't know. I. Yes, this is totally different. I applaud them for doing something like that, but this just didn't look good, even if it is different. No, I'm okay. Like I still got to play Bayonetta 3, and who is, that's what I'll check out. Who but, was looking yeah. for a Bayonetta prequel? Who? <laughs> yeah, really no one, if you ask me. All right. Uh, we got a... There's a Hellboy game. Hellboy. I feel like this game is made for old people. <laughs> I feel like only old people like Hellboy. Yeah, and don't I'm don't not, get me wrong. I I appreciate Hellboy, but like Hellboy's for old people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not big into Hellboy either. But whatever, this game looks fine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, God. So, Tyler, crime boss, <laughs> Rock A City, whole cast of celebrities. I imagine this game is going to be fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> to have a game like this and to reveal it, and I think it's they gave it a date. I thought it's coming out like pretty soon. I'm like, oh no, there's just something. That just doesn't. It fucking right has vanilla ice in it. Yeah, when when vanilla ice came up, I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Some of the other people, like Danny Glover's cool, Danny. Trimato, but his name Michael in Madsen, the game but... <laughs> is Gloves. 
Danny Glover I is know. playing a character called Gloves. I know. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, this comes from 505 Games. Uh, this is like a wait for review sort of thing. I don't know about this. I'm calling right now. This is going to be fucking terrible. If I'm wrong, yeah. I'll, I'll eat those words, but this this has terrible written all over it. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And and yeah, I want to be proven wrong, but I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, we got another trailer. A little bit of gameplay here for Lords of the Fallen. Um the reboot of the 2016 Lords of the Fallen game, whatever, blah blah blah. We've gone over how confusing that already is. Um but this looks like another Souls-like game. Uh yeah. I mean, not much to say. Like just a just another yeah. gameplay trailer. Yeah, I mean, it seems neat if you're into it, but yeah, I'm not not too big into this. So, um, got announcements for PC release dates for Last of Us Part One, March third. Returnal is coming to PC early 2023. That's that's all good, and you know, yeah, yeah. Part a part yeah. of Sony's strategy. <laughs> uh, let's see, what do we have here? Tyler, important for us, Baldur's Gate 3 has a release window. They're looking to come out August of next year. Yes. It just feels so far away. I feel like... It does. I feel like we were talking about playing Baldur's Gate 3 potentially together two years ago. (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah, to me, I'm like, take your time. But yeah, I really want to play this. This trailer was fucking sick. I I can't uh, this game just looks so good, dude. It's like take Divinity and that gameplay and that world building and exploration, all that good stuff, but then add this like super cinematic quality to it. And it just this game looks so fucking good, dude. I I cannot wait to play this and play it with you. It, it's just it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Larian's one of the best developers out there. Yeah, and they are. People got to play their games. They're so good. Um, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Uh, there's a Forspoken demo. I have not played it. I might need to go download and play that before we record our next show. Um, yeah. Mm, I'm so torn in this game because what they showed off with the combat to announce this demo looked really cool. But I just don't know about the writing. That's that's the big thing to me. The writing stuff seems kind of wonky but gameplay wise could be pretty cool so yeah i definitely want to check this this demo out yeah uh let's go let's go a little bit quickly through some of these because like there's not much really to say there's a transformers game reactivate transformers reactivate it's an online mm-hmm. game um yeah whatever uh banishers ghost of new eden uh interesting concept you know uh 17th century uh ghost hunter ghostbuster you're you're an old ghostbuster yeah. this is a ghostbusters preview uh, pre- uh prequel <laughs> banishers yeah. right um yeah from don't nod focus entertainment saxon rpg i'm interested in this i thought this trailer looked cool what they showed off a little bit at the end of the trailer looked neat yeah could be cool we'll see uh there's a there is okay Immortals of Avium, a, fir- a, 
a first-person shooter, but it's like magic shit. It's it looked really like they were trying to hit so many different aesthetics that they didn't really hit any single one. To be honest, yeah. I don't get me wrong. I we have to see more of this. It could be neat. It's a a team of uh, people that have made pretty good games in EA original. This gave me Godfall vibes mm. for the first person. Godfall. Shooter. Oh, okay. I, maybe I'm wrong on that, but visually, just really gave me Godfall vibes. And so, yeah, I, I hope this game is it turns out well. To be honest with you, I'll check it out if it's good. I want to see more. Uh, Gearbox is showing off that Remnant 2. I think they showed it off like last year, right? I feel like we saw this exact same thing. Or did we see it at the Summer Game Fest? I don't know. I feel like I've seen this game before. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I don't know. No no surprise there. Remnant was pretty successful. It was neat. That one time you and I played it, I I enjoyed it. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, no surprise here. Uh, Blue Protocol, uh, an anime MMO RPG. Um, believe it or not, I'm not playing this, uh, but Amazon is going to be publishing it in America. Right. Um, there's a platformer called After Us announced. Um, creepy little girl plants yeah. growing wherever she steps. Weird yeah. vibes. Could weird be cool. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely weird vibes. Could be neat. We'll see. Um, replaced. Uh, got a trailer. Um, this, I think this game looks really good. Yeah. I, I agree. This game looks very, very good to me. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I like the style. Uh, Vampire Survivors is coming to mobile devices. Oh, wait. No, it's it's on your mobile device. I need to go get Vampire Survivors on my phone. Um, yeah, so many people are talking about this game. I feel like I need to check it out. I mean, hold on. Let me see how much. It's free on your phone, fo- Tyler. Ooh. This is a free fucking video game. All right, maybe I'll maybe I'll dive in here on my phone. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Dead Cells is getting a Return to Castlevania DLC next year. Um, Makes sense. They have so many other crossovers in that game. Uh, yeah, add Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, th- this was cool. I'm sure a lot of people out there would rather have a new Castlevania, but Dead Cells is fantastic. And I feel like this fits very well. Yeah. These two things. Absolutely. Um, Valiant Hearts Coming Home is going to... Uh be on your mobile devices this is going to be a netflix game um uh, i don't yeah kind of a bummer i feel like people really want ubisoft to go back to this era where they made like valiant hearts and child of light and stuff and they just won't no they won't um and now they're going to do it on mobile and netflix like yeah that just sucks yeah even if the game's good or not it just sucks i guess they could bring it to other platforms too but yeah uh, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch the trailer for this next one, Colossal Cave. What the fuck is this shit? Looks like I, I'm seeing yeah, some dwarves. Know. Um, I'm just going to stick to Dwarf Fortress. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a gameplay yeah. trailer for Wild Hearts as well. 
Um, yeah. Wild Hearts looks fucking... Yeah, I think it looks good. I'm not sure if it's going to fill the Monster Hunter void in my heart, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems neat if you're, if you're into that stuff, for sure. Uh, there was a trailer for the first Modern Warfare 2 raid. Um, do you want to do a raid in Call of Duty? <laughs> I do. I, well, yeah, I genuinely want to check this out. I don't know. I mean, maybe you need a lot of people to do it. We'll see. But this looked... Uh, just the concept of a raid in Call of Duty. I'm like, it, that's cool. And good on Infinity Board for doing some different stuff here with uh, with Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fire Emblem Engage. That's some sort of mobile game, right? I don't know. No, it, or, it's wait. a game coming to Switch. Oh. Okay. Yeah. There's a well. No, it's already out on Switch. There's this is a DLC trailer. Fire Emblem mm-hmm. Engage. What is this shit? I don't know. What the fuck? I I have no idea what this fucking video game is. <laughs> and this trailer is not helping me. Is it like an action RPG? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know what this is. I'm not a big and I don't pay attention to Fire Emblem that much. Okay. Uh, we got a trailer for Dune Awakening. Um... <laughs> Dune is nah. an interesting world. Dune, I love the world of Dune. I don't need a survival MMO. I'm sorry. That's yeah. just not... <laughs> like, I would I would be so down for an RPG in the Dune universe. Yeah. Or some sort of open world game. Oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. But yeah, that's just not, not my thing. I, I know people out there might enjoy it. But yeah. Tyler, can you explain to me what I'm looking at in Destiny 2 Lightfall? Can you explain to me kind of, what this looks like and why it looks like yeah, this? Yeah, I, I don't 100% know, but I'm very down. Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name of the character, but it's almost like the big bad of the Destiny universe, like the Thanos of the Destiny universe. is He is teased, and there's a few other things that pop up at the end of the Witch Queen expansion um, with him. And apparently this all has to do with this dude. Um, it's really creepy looking. And uh, yeah, this is a... I forget. It's set in a totally different planet as well. This, Yeah, it looks wild. I'm almost a little too worried that it's a little too colorful. Yeah, I... You know? <laughs> like, this is almost not Destiny's... even recognizable as Destiny at some points. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very, very bold direction yeah. for Destiny visually and yeah, I'm 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 down. I I'm intrigued by it. The the Witch Queen was just so fantastic. And I believe the new season just started, Destiny Two season of the Seraph, so I gotta check that out okay. at some point too. So Yeah. Alright, we're almost through to the end of this. We got a couple more here. Among Us Hide and Seek, this is a new game mode seems like it's playing a little bit by I'm not sure if you know the game Dead by Daylight that that kind of mm-hmm. game looks like they're modeling this game mode after that um, looks neat among us yeah still still big and then lastly Definitely. we have a, a gameplay trailer for Horizon Call of the Mountain 
um, that VR game that's going to be on PSVR 2. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. It's, it's Horizon in VR. Yeah, it looks cool. It's not cool enough to sell me to go spend $600 on a VR headset, but it does look neat. Very few things are cool enough to sell you on a $600 headset. Like, yeah. That lineup needs to get better before I actually consider it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. What a what a show, though, in terms of announcements. I feel like it's just, honestly, it felt E3 levels. Um, it was it was fantastic. Um, I feel like maybe a lot of things just align. People just, a lot of games that have been cooking for a while, and so we got a lot of good dates, some good reveals. Uh, yeah, it's it was great yeah, in terms and, of announcements. And I'll say... You mentioned it, like, earlier in the show, a bad week for Microsoft. I think it's a fucking terrible week for Microsoft. Like, where yeah. where were they this entire show? I know. Like, Sony had a really solid presence here, um, which I felt like was really needed from them. And that's the thing with Sony is, like, okay, um, Forspoken was here. That's an exclusive for them. The Death Stranding 2. Um, they had a couple PC announcements. A few other things. And we still honestly do not know what the majority of the first-party studios are are working on at Sony. But yet, they had a really solid presence here that, you know, it's like, okay, there's some really neat stuff coming here. Um, And yeah, Microsoft with this whole FTC announcement, raising the prices of their games, um, which, look, Sony already did that. It's just... You know, Microsoft was trying to be the good guy, and then now they're like, eh, I guess we need to do that. But, yeah, where's their games? Dude, I'm, like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but they have so many studios. They had previously announced so many different games. Avowed, Hellblade, Everwild, whatever the fuck it is. Like, where are those games? And then you have Redfall, Starfield, Forza Motorsport. They said all coming in the first half. There were plenty of titles here that got games or that got release dates in that first half. Again, if you're not ready, you're not ready. But uh, I'm just I'm stunned that they didn't have anything here, Um, especially to me. The one to have here is Redfall, because it seems like that game's going to come sooner than Starfield or Forza, maybe Um, to not have that here, to not have a release date on it. Yeah, what is happening? Ah, it's a bad week for Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's... Yeah. We'll see. Maybe maybe they have something up their sleeve. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, but yeah, that's that was the Game Awards, man. Really good show. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what they do, especially, like... What what Jeff does next year at the Summer Game Fest with E three back, um, but for now, like, it's it's time to you know knuckle down and get get through some of these games so we can get to uh, Game of the Year stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and I'm sure we'll do like a 2023 show. But man, 2023 looks like it could be maybe one of the best years in games if these games hit within the year and in. Uh, are, are good. Yeah. 
there's just there's so many um we'll get into it now i'm sure we'll get into it in the coming weeks but yeah this just confirmed that 2023 could be absolutely insane yeah i might i may not leave my house in 2023 (laughs) i know i know Uh, and that's the thing right now too is like even getting into like game year a little bit is like i feel so far behind yeah absolutely and it's just over the past just couple weeks that so many awesome looking games come out have come out and i feel so far behind on stuff um yeah, lots lots of fun gaming to do. Yeah. Yeah, so uh we're gonna get to that. We're gonna play some video games, we're gonna do some do some stuff. Um I'm not sure what we'll talk about next next uh time, but maybe uh maybe some of that forespoken demo, maybe I'll play some of that. Uh I wanna get through Pentiment and God of War, definitely before the end of the year. But there's always Dwarf Fortress, just I'm looking at it in my Steam library and like I already have oh man I already have 5.6 hours played I <laughs> literally just bought it the other day yeah god damn it god damn it yeah it's a lot a lot out man it's crazy alright yeah we're... to me God of War I want to try to get to Plague Tale before the end of the year and maybe a couple others but we'll see we'll see yeah. I need to fucking play Metal Helsing. God fuck! I'm looking at this list mm-hmm. of games that came out this year that we we've we've touched and I haven't finished. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. There is. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get to it. We've got we we're we're very busy boys and we need to go play our video games. Um, <laughs> so we'll catch you all next week. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and. Yeah. Oh, play some games.